And instead of looking at it just writing down a list of goals, looking at it as intention setting, looking at it as action setting, looking at it as habit setting. This is a lot more than goal setting. This is goal setting that will turn into goal achieving. And by the end of the year, you'll be so grateful that you followed the framework, the steps, and the right ways to set and achieve goals. Welcome back to the What's Up and What's Next podcast, the greatest podcast of all times. Thank you so much for listening. Just want to say massive, massive thank you. I hope you're having an amazing start to the year so far. And let me tell you something, your year is about to get better because the things that I'm going to be speaking about in today's episode are generally going to help you in your goal setting and in your goal achieving. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps the podcast so, so much and it means the world to me. I would appreciate it a lot. Thank you. Now I want to talk about goal setting and goal achieving because it's the beginning of January so right now everyone's pumped with their new year's resolutions everyone's energy is on a high right now and everyone's just wanting to start the year right everyone's mindset is on a go get it mode everyone's generally feeling excited and good and pumped for the year and I find that that is often the feelings that resonate the most with people at the beginning of every year. However, here's an interesting stat for you. Statistics say that 80%, right? 80% of people who set their New Year's resolutions have actually either failed or given up by February every single year. Did you know that? 80% of people that set New Year's resolutions have failed or given up on them by February. Like that is insane. A whole month and it's gone. Isn't that crazy? So for me, what, what that says is most people either don't know how to set goals effectively, meaning they've set unrealistic goals for themselves, or they don't know how to achieve their goals efficiently, meaning they've never set out a good plan to achieve those goals. I want to talk about my journey personally, with setting goals during the New Year's. As for me, the process of goal setting in and of itself has personally evolved over time and over the years. I would say a few years ago, my definition of goal setting for New Year's resolution was simply grabbing a piece of paper and writing at the top of the piece of paper something like goals for 2017, for example. And then I would write a list of goals I wanted to achieve for the year. But the issue back then was I would write all of these in a piece of paper on the 31st of December and then I would put the piece of paper away <laughs> and I would never look at it again until the end of the following year. So I'd put it away and only open it again on the following 31st of December of the year to either leave a check mark or a cross to assess whether I had achieved the goal or not. <laughs> so I wouldn't look at it for the whole year. And then at the end of the year, I would pull it out and then just go through it and either give it a check mark or a cross, dependent on whether or not I achieved the goals, um, which was a big mistake. So I'd say that was one of my biggest mistakes regarding to goal setting. Another mistake I made was 
I wasn't specific enough. Like I wasn't being specific enough about my goals. I would write things like spend more time with family. And by the way, that is a beautiful, beautiful goal. But it lacks specificity. It lacks specificity. Like what do you mean by family time? Do you mean time at home? Do you mean going on trips together? Do you mean doing more experiences as a family? And also how much time is more time? with family? Do you mean two hours a day of good quality time? Do you mean 20 hours a week of good quality time? You see, I wasn't specific enough. And then over the years, my goal setting has evolved to a point where it includes vision boards now. So at one point, I evolved to a point of writing down a list of goals on a piece of paper, and then I would go and find pictures on Google that represent what I want to achieve. And then I would add them all to the vision board and make a board out of it. And then that would serve as a wallpaper to my laptop so that I could look at it every single day and visualize my goals every single day. On the topic of vision boards, just a side note, for those wondering how to build your own vision board, I can literally give you five simple steps and they're really quick on how you can build your own vision board in case you're curious. So just a quick side note, step one, write down a list of your goals. Step two, find pictures on Google or on your own phone's gallery that represent those goals visually and put all those pictures in a folder. Step three, go to canva.com, log into your account or make an account if you don't have one. And then in the homepage, in the search bar, type in desktop wallpaper or type in mobile phone wallpaper, depending on whether you want a vision board for your laptop or your phone. And then you create a blank wallpaper from there. Then step four, all the pictures that you had in that folder that you made earlier, you drag all of them onto your project. And then Canva will start uploading all those pictures for you. And step five, Once they're all uploaded, you literally just have to drag and drop them into your blank wallpaper and position them however you want. And after you've basically done with them, just hit the share button and download as an image and that's it. So I just thought I'd share that in case you want to create your own vision board and don't know how to. It's really, really simple to create a digital vision board and I just thought it'd be nice to share it with you guys. Now back to the point. So even though in recent years I had evolved to have a piece of paper with a list of goals followed by a digital vision board with all those goals visually, I still was making three very basic mistakes, which were one, I wasn't dividing those goals into daily habits, steps and actions to take. Meaning I would say things like, I want to grow my TikTok account to 100K followers, for example. But then I wouldn't divide that goal into daily actions and steps and habits that I could take to make sure that I achieve that goal. Don't get me wrong, I may have taken a mental note of what I needed to do, but I never wrote down what I needed to do. I never set reminders for what I needed to do or anything like it, which would mean that the likelihood of achieving the goal was down bad, essentially. The other mistake I was making is I was just setting way too many goals. I completely overestimated what I can achieve in a single year. I was setting just way too many goals. And as a result, I was overwhelmed by the amount that I had set for myself. This would pretty much cause a lot of 
stress and it would make me feel overwhelmed in my life generally. And I think it resonates to the fact that this idea of wanting some things but not necessarily wanting them as bad as I thought I did. Some goals I truly wanted to achieve, whereas other goals were like nice to haves. And your list of goals should not have nice to haves. In my personal opinion, your list of goals should only have must haves. If something is a nice to have, let's be real. It's not going to be achieved that here. It's just not. So we have to be honest with ourselves. And of course, we all want to achieve a million things, but we've got to prioritize and focus. The final mistake I was making was that I wasn't reflecting, reviewing, adapting, or checking in on my goals and their progress until the end of the year. So I would set the goals and I would only review them at the end of the year. (laughs) How am I supposed to understand if I'm making progress in the right direction, if I'm on track, or if something needs changing and adapting to help achieve my goals if I don't check in often. It was just a big mistake. Only checking in at the end of the year how I've done is a recipe for disaster because it's too late for me to do something about it. Like 31st of December, there's not much I can do or change to put myself on track in case I wasn't. So reviewing goals every three months is a lot better than reviewing it every 12 months. All of these mistakes I made were not the end of the world for me, as I still managed to achieve an insane amount of goals regardless. However, I failed a lot of other goals because I just wasn't setting goals correctly. And because of the five mistakes I made with goal setting, which I just mentioned to you, which of course, in hindsight, you know, hindsight is a beautiful thing because you can look back and say, I made that mistake, but I learned that lesson. So those mistakes I made with goal setting, I've learned the lessons and it's led me to a position that I'm in today where I set goals with intentions. I set goals with habit building in mind. I set goals with consistent action in sight. Today, my goal setting has evolved to a point where it avoids the five mistakes I mentioned. So let's recap the five mistakes. Number one, not thinking about the goal until the end of the year. I would write goals and put them away on a shelf for 12 months, whereas now I make sure they're visible to me on a daily basis. Number two, not being specific enough. I used to write things such as workout. <laughs> Literally, I would write something like workout, which lacked specificity, whereas now I'm very specific. Workout five times a week, every week. You see the difference? Number three, not dividing the goals into habits. So I would write and reflect on a goal I wanted for the year, but I wouldn't write and reflect on the habits, on the steps, on the actions needed for me to get there. Whereas now I write and reflect about the habits and steps and actions needed for me to achieve a certain goal. Number four, writing down too many goals. Some of which were just nice to haves instead of must haves. Whereas now I only write goals that I truly want and I truly must achieve that year. And number five, not reflecting on the goals and their progress frequently. Whereas now I make sure to reflect every three months, which is a good amount of time. 
So now that I've spoken about the five mistakes to avoid, I want to talk about the full process end-to-end that I use personally to set and achieve my goals. And this is the formula that will allow me to achieve my goals once again in the year of 2023. So what I've done for this year of 2023 is, in the last week of 2022, I created a vision board using the steps I mentioned above. But what I did differently was, I didn't put things on the vision board that were new. I put pictures of things that I wanted to reinforce. So for example, I put pictures of my family because I want to keep focusing on family. I put pictures of traveling because I want to keep focusing on traveling. I put pictures of me and my partner because I want to keep focusing on me and my partner. So I have somewhat changed my vision board this year to become more of a focus board, which is amazing. After that, I sat down and I divided my life into different areas. And everyone does this differently. But the areas of life that I divided my life into this year was business, health, wealth, family, friends, love, personal development, and social media. You should, of course, write down areas of life that you are interested in and that resonate with you. You don't necessarily need to follow the ones I used. Feel free to use the ones I used or feel free to use the ones that resonate with you the most. But I think it's very important to divide your life into different areas. And then I wrote down three goals per area of life. The reason why I restricted myself to only three goals maximum per area of life is because I want to maximize my level of focus. If I wrote down 10 goals per area of life, the chances of me focusing and achieving them all is probably very low. Whereas if I focus on three goals per area of life, I'm now maximizing my efforts, my time, my energy, and my focus on those three goals. And because I've chosen to take those three goals over other goals, that must mean those three goals are a true priority to me, as they came at the cost of something else that wasn't as high priority. And I've spoken about this concept of everything coming at the cost of something else. That's something that I truly believe in. I truly believe that everything in life comes at a cost. Someone who has an amazing career definitely sacrificed time with family and loved ones. You know? It's just the predicament that we are in life is that everything comes at a cost. Now, if you are able to recognize what truly matters to you and what are your values, you are better equipped to prioritize and focus. Because balance can be a tricky concept to narrow down, but prioritizing and focus, that, that's a lot better. Because you focus and you prioritize on what matters at each point in your life. So for example, this year for health, I wrote three goals. And the three goals that I wrote are workout weekly, five times lifting, meditation daily, seven minutes every single day, and stretching daily, five to 10 minutes every single day. So those are the three goals that I have chosen to prioritize and focus when it comes to my health. Of course, I care about my sleep. Of course, I care about my nutrition. 
But what I'm saying is these are the three goals that I've chosen as the highest priority goals for me to focus on this year. And what I've done is I've divided that goal into daily and weekly action steps and habits that I can do to achieve it. So for the workout weekly five times lifting, I put under it a weekly action step for me to do. Gym Monday to Friday, walking 6,000 steps to the gym and back every morning, walking 4,000 steps at lunch, during my lunch break, so that I can then achieve 10,000 steps every weekday. And then on weekends, go for long walks and do 10,000 steps all in once. Now, I could have been a bit unrealistic and I could have said, well, if I'm doing 10,000 steps Monday to Friday, on weekends, I could maybe do 20,000 steps. But the reason why I didn't do that is because I want to feel like the goal is achievable. Yes, it can be a massive goal, but if it's too massive that I don't believe or I don't feel comfortable with doing the action steps, then it's not going to get achieved. Right? And that's what you need to focus on is you need to look at your goal and say, on a scale from one to 10, how comfortable do I feel taking the actions? And if it's a seven or above, then that means you probably will get that goal done. If you're feeling something along the lines of a six and below, then you're probably very unlikely to achieve it. The goal is for you to break down your goal into small steps that have a big priority. And if it's small enough that you can take that step, that is the right direction towards your goal. If the step that you've broken it down into is way too big of a step, you won't do it. So if I said 20,000 steps on the weekends, realistically, I don't think, I, I mean, I want to, but I don't think it's realistic for the schedule that I have. So doing 10,000 steps on the weekend seems more realistic. So I stick with that. For meditation, for example, I've broken down meditation into a daily habit. And I've written down that before going to sleep, I'm going to do the daily J meditation for seven minutes. That's it. Simple. Stretching, I've also broken it down into a daily habit. And I've said first thing in the morning, stretch for five to ten minutes. Again, you have a goal and you have an action step and you have a habit. And this is what it's all about. It's about making sure that every goal has action steps and habits that you can do on a weekly or a daily basis and sometimes monthly depending on the goal. But ideally you want to be doing something either weekly or daily because you want to be showing up every single day for your goal. Another example I'm going to give you is for business. Here's what I wrote. So the three goals for business are grow my one-to-one -one coaching business, which you know, my, my business has been doing amazingly well. It's growing and going in the right direction. I've got multiple clients right now and I'm achieving results with all of them. And it's just, it's incredible and it's growing, but I want to grow it even more. And I wrote down the specific number of clients I want to achieve in 2023 per month, right? Uh, I'm obviously not sharing that because I, I want to keep certain things to myself, right? But again, I was specific when I wrote it down. I was specific about what I'm trying to achieve. Another goal is to start group coaching. And again, I wrote down the specific amount of 
clients that I want to achieve within group coaching and group coaching is a thing that you can expect from me in 2023. At the moment, I only do one-to-one coaching. I do not do group coaching, but I realized that group coaching is something I could potentially offer that could benefit a lot of people and that could be a lot more accessible for everyone. So stay tuned for that. And then last but not least, start my newsletter. And I'm not going to go over every single goal and tell you all the daily and weekly steps because um, there's no point, but I'm going to dive in and zoom in into one of these goals and give you a bit more of an overview. So with starting my newsletter, my specific goal here is to get 300 subscribers for the newsletter before the end of the year. How am I going to achieve this? I have to build steps and actions around this and habits. So I put down a daily action, a daily habit, a daily step could be to message one person every day, just asking them if they would like to join the newsletter. It's a free newsletter, so there's literally no cost and there's loads of value. There's so much value and it's completely free. So I could definitely message one person a day. If I had written down message 10 people every day, as good as that sounds, it probably isn't realistic. So again, going back to what I said earlier, you want your action step, you want your habit, you want your step to feel like it's small enough that you can take it, but big enough that it's making a difference. Messaging one person every day, it's small enough because that means I only have to worry about finding one person to message. But it's also big enough in the sense that if I want 300 subscribers by the end of the year and I get one person to subscribe every day, in 300 days, I'll have achieved the goal. So again, small step, big priority. And then on the weekly basis, I've written down to make sure that I send one newsletter issue email every Sunday at the same time. And so I do the same process for every single goal. I have a goal, I am specific about what I want out of that goal, and then I divide that goal into daily habits or weekly habits. And then what I do, because you gotta remember, at this point, all of this is on paper. How do I remind myself to make sure that I do these things? So I'm the kind of person that I depend and rely on my calendar so, so much. My calendar is everything. And so, I will basically make notes on my calendar to remind me to do the actions. So, you know, with the newsletter, I'll make a note in my calendar every day to message one person for the newsletter. And that's how I keep myself accountable and reminded of what I need to do. So you have a goal, you have the daily and weekly habits, and then you have a system, in my case, a calendar, where I can write down and make notes to remind me to do those habits and those actions. And that is how I've evolved over time to do my goal setting. You now know the mistakes you should avoid, but you also know the actions you should take in order to increase your success with goal achieving, but more importantly, to truly achieve your goals in 2023. Now, I have been teasing an announcement on social media and I said that I was only going to announce it exclusively first on the podcast episode. So if you've made it this far into the episode, 
I'm now going to tell you what that announcement is that I've been teasing on social media. Here's what I'm announcing exclusively on the podcast. I'm officially launching my own free newsletter for you all. It's called the Self-Growth Sundays. This is a free newsletter where every week, every Sunday, I will be sharing actionable insights to help you build a happy, healthy and fulfilled life. So every Sunday you'll get a newsletter issue emailed straight to your inbox that contains three important sections. A life lesson, where I basically highlight something meaningful and important. An interesting insight, where I will discuss a mental model, a framework, a step-by-step guide, a transformational concept, a principle, an idea. And then finally, I will share a personal reflection. This is something that's been on my mind that week. I will be very unfiltered, very genuine and very raw. And I will literally share exclusives about my life and my experiences on that newsletter. Literally only on that newsletter will you hear exclusives about my life and about my experiences. That third section of the newsletter, which is called the personal reflection, where I talk about what's been on my mind, I'm going to literally treat that segment of the newsletter like it's my personal diary, where I share genuine personal reflections of things that are actually on my mind or experiences that I've had, takeaways from something that happened in my life, and I'm only sharing that on the newsletter. So that's like an exclusive place where I get to share stuff that you don't get to know about me anywhere else. You won't find it on a podcast or a TikTok video. It's just exclusively in that newsletter, and it's really good stuff. So all of those three segments or sections will basically be compacted into a nice newsletter email that will literally take you three minutes to read, but will give you so much impactful content to live a happier, healthier and more fulfilled life. All of this is free, just like my podcast is free, just like my social media content is free. So please, 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 if you can sign up for my newsletter, it would mean the world to me. It's free and it would help me achieve my goal of having 300 subscribers before the end of the year. Be sure to join now and the first newsletter email will be dropping on your inbox on the 22nd of January. So if you join now, the first one will be coming out on the 22nd of January and after that, the newsletter will be going out to you every single week, every single Sunday from that point onwards. You'll get actionable insights for your self-growth. So if self-growth if self-development, if it's a priority to you, if it's a priority of yours, then this is probably a great move for you to sign up. The link is in the description of this episode. And as always, it's also in the link in my bio on social medias. Please sign up. That would mean the world to me. And it would help me achieve my goal of 300 subscribers by the end of the year. I hope this also serves to you as an example that getting accountability is really important. The fact that I shared my goal on the podcast is going to keep me accountable because I've now said it to the world. I've literally just announced it to the world. This is one of my goals. So I've got to achieve it. I have to. So adding accountability to your goal setting is also a great way to make sure that you go and achieve it. I have no excuses. I have to achieve my goal now because I've announced it to the world. So if you can sign up to the newsletter, that would mean the world to me. Link is in the description of the episode. It's also in the link in my bio on social media. Thank you so, so much.
I hope this episode has helped you to look at goal setting differently. And instead of looking at just writing down a list of goals, looking at it as intention setting. Looking at it as action setting. Looking at it as habit setting. This is a lot more than goal setting. This is goal setting that will turn into goal achieving. And by the end of the year, you'll be so grateful that you followed the framework, the steps, and the right ways to set and achieve goals. Share this episode with someone that you feel like will benefit so, so much from listening to this podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you. I have so much love for you. Thank you so much for taking time and energy out of your day. Hit the follow button, hit the subscribe button, leave us a review. It helps the podcast so much and it means the world to me. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, then please make sure to listen to the next podcast to find out what's up and what's next.